Hi, I'm Teal. And I'm Debbie. This is the Intentional Community Podcast. I love talking to Desiree. Any excuse to talk to her is yeah. just great. And she's the first guest that both of us like know really well. Yeah. So um, that was really fun to be with her. And um, she, I feel like she brought us a little bit deeper than like the, the previous episodes because she knows us better. Um, and so that was great to like talk about talk about conflict and dive deeper into that uh, theme, which is comes up a lot in, oh, yeah. when you're talking about sure community. But um, we had a lot of good imagery that, that came up in that conversation. So I'm excited for you to hear it. Um, um, so enjoy this episode where we talk to Desiree. So hi, Desiree. <laughs> Hello. Or Desi, or what do you, do you have a preference? I mean, at this point in my life, anything goes. Um, I tried when I got out of college to like, start my life as a professional adult oh. with mm-hmm. a full name. Yeah. But then I ended up in like a career path where everyone already <laughs> knew me as Desi. And so I just, you know, I, I think it's, it's what it is now. Yeah. yeah. Ironically though, when I was born and my mom gave me the name Desiree, she said, as long as no one ever calls her Desi. <laughs> and it's literally the only thing I've known by at this point in life. So it's all good. Desiree, Desi, Des. Yeah. We're it's glad to have you. you um, Desiree and I went to college together, same class at North Park. Yep. Known each other a long time, but but since then, y'all, you two have become like oh, besties. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So yeah. you oh, surpassed <laughs> what I had built. And so, well, but this is a great. Uh, um, we have a professional uh, relationship, yes. you know, yeah. Desiree yes. and Deborah. No, yeah. just kidding. <laughs> That's the next podcast, by the way. But we've done a lot of youth ministry together, like yeah. at, like lock-ins and oh, crazy yeah. events and crazy stuff. Yeah. Crazy weird things happen. Worship, uh, played a lot of music yeah, together. Yeah, lots of yeah. music together. That's been fun. I remember, I remember playing music with people. Yeah, yeah, remember when we did oh that? Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. It's been a bit. We, we like, like performed here everything. at Everybody's Coffee, your band. Did. Yeah, yes. that's true. We yeah. did. Oh, that was so oh, fun. That was we did great. Again yeah. yeah, it's yes, all going to be, everybody sure. wants that stuff, so we've oh, got to give the people what they want. That's right. That's what we're here for, to give the people what they want. That's right. Clearly what everyone wants. Yeah, but thanks for coming. Like, so, you know, you know, we intentionally had a few guests early that didn't really know much at all about Jesus people so that they could be kind of like, what? So, you know, ask kind of like entry level questions. Like, what are y'all doing? How does intentional community work? Obviously, you know, a little bit more than that, which is good because you can take us a little deeper and like we can talk about that. And so I'm I'm glad you came and I, I, I turn it to you to... Ask us mm-hmm. any questions you have about intentional community to get yeah. started. Okay, so I got really excited about some of these questions. Um, so I put them down on my little phone so I don't forget. Because right. right. it put some thought into it. So I wanted to start kind of really generally mm-hmm. and I'm, think about, so when I think about living in community, living in intentional community, I think, okay, well, first of all, we have to like, baseline admit that there's a difference between like general coexistence yeah mm-hmm. and living in like living purposefully mm-hmm. in yeah. together in community so can you like just start by speaking to what's the difference mm-hmm. and how do you lean into that purposeful yeah. intention um that's not just like i acknowledge that you and i live together and we walk this earth mm-hmm. But there is the purposefulness of that speed. Like, what is that? And how Mm -hmm. do you do that? Yeah. Well, I, 
at the at the top, I always want to say when we're having this conversation, I, it, it's hard to talk about it without coming off as like arrogant, like well, in, intentional community is <laughs> like it's hard to like, but I but there are yeah, there obviously we're doing a different thing, yeah, um, and it's not not better, but it's it's been better for me, like right. you know, like I chose it because I wanted it, yeah. Um, but I think uh, one th way that I've been trying to describe it um, is. Um, it's a little bit of a winding description, so stay with me. Okay. Um, in a normal life, like or like an average person's life in in the United States per se, because that's all I can really speak to, is that you like you go to your job and you or you go to school or you you know you live your life. Um, you might like go to a certain coffee shop regularly, and you might have a doorman, or a person that you see, a barista that you see a few times a week, and you might build a relationship with them. Um, over time and get to know their name, maybe even ask questions or like um, about their family. And there might be certain people that you ride up the elevator with um, in your apartment that you live in. Mm -hmm. um, and you might kind of get to know them over time and, and or might something might happen in your um, church that like is a hard thing and you kind of um, come together around it and then that bonds you or you go on a trip together. Um, and all the, it's all those little like in-between things that it, like where you build community, like you build community mm -hmm. on your way up the elevator and on your mm -hmm. way and getting your coffee and um, and you squeeze your time with your best friends like into the weekends mm -hmm. and into kind of the margins of your life um, and like spending time with your extended family and, and whoever you want to build community with, right? Um, and I think that all those cool, like like all those moments of building community with people that you run into or your best friends, um, for me, it was like I instead of squeezing that into the margins, I want to like have that be the thing, like mm -hmm. have that be the center, mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. have everything else, my job and my like everything, kind of all the structure of my life serve that thing rather than the other way around, like 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 you know provide for myself and then after that try to squeeze relationships into the margins, like let's turn it upside down and like I really want to be able to focus in on and center that the relationships. Hmm. And um, and so I think that intentional community is just really just a structure and a system to allow that to happen mm -hmm. more by you know sharing things because then if you share cars then you then you have to exchange keys to a person who <laughs> keeps all the keys and you might like t like just today I I jammed somebody because I forgot to tell them where I parked the car and then they called me and then I had to apologize. But that, mm -hmm. that whole process was a excuse for me to like be vulnerable and like make a mistake and apologize right. and, and they can forgive me. And so all, the more that you share, the more like reason you have to like build relationships and have, and run into each other right. for good, better or for worse. Mm -hmm. um, and so, and the less you share, the less, the more freedom you have and preferences you have, but the less you're gonna have those connections. And so um, I guess for me, intentional community is um, like the other thing I was describing of like you're walking to work and you might get to know mm -hmm. the doorman or whatever, that's unintentional community in a sense. Like right. it's kind of just oh, like you're, good. you. yeah, I've gotten to know uh, Bob here because he works at the coffee shop that I go to and I talk to him every once in a while and mm -hmm. that's kind of, it's incidental, mm -hmm. um, but mm -hmm. it's good. And so I just, I guess I wanna recognize that not not only people that live in intentional community like value that. Mm -hmm. It's like we all, I think, as humans value that connection. Yeah. It's just that intentional community is like let's harness that and like mm -hmm. make that the thing. Mm -hmm. And 
and do something different to build around that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, I like that. I was just talking to a fellow community member today about um, her husband comes from kind of small townish area in the United States and and talking about how there was like a crisis in that town, like a fire had happened or something and how everyone just pitched in, mm. right? Like the, the local um, restaurant donated food and, you know, people just kind of rallied around. And, um, and like we, we know that, we see it around like natural disasters or mm. even during the pandemic. I, I got an email yesterday and it's like, I just, I want to take a moment to thank my quarantine. And it was just like yeah. a, I don't know, it was a, a news um, personality. And I thought, oh man, I have a whole house full of quarantine. Um, but the, we, we see this kind of intentionality around those kinds of crises. Mm -hmm. um, and most people only get to experience it at those moments, right? Of this, yeah. this kind of intentionality of this people kind of rallying around. And, and I think, um, yeah, instead of waiting for some crisis to happen, like we're trying to build this team of like, not a team, it's more than a team and less than a team. I don't know, it's just different yeah. of this group of people who are whatever, called to- Whatever we are. Whatever we are, <laughs> called to share our lives and, and then, when there is something to celebrate or, or when there's a crisis, um, those are kind of like extra shining moments. Um, I think in any community, but sure. I think for us, um, it's just a reminder of like, oh, I have someone so close mm -hmm. that will just step in um, to the gap. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're almost like, um, more authentic manifestations like those crisis moments or those you know big joy moments are mm -hmm. like natural manifestations of the community that already exists yeah. rather than it being formed around right. those things happening they come out kind of organically and naturally yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. i got like so i'm a really visual person so like till when you were talking about like these little you know, little moments of community, it kind of like the kind of image that I got was all these like kind of fragmented mm -hmm. or like small, but isolated yeah. communities. Mm -hmm. And so this like the intentional piece is uniting, you know, mm -hmm. bringing it yeah. all together. Yeah. Like I like the word you use, the heart, word harness, I think was the word you yeah. used to describe it. And it just gave me this picture of some unified Thing, yeah. rather than this kind of fragmented, isolated, siloed yeah. thing, mm -hmm. which is really cool. Yeah, it ties a thread through it all. And, yeah. Um, but but also, if, if you just know Bob the barista, you know, at the coffee shop that you go to regularly, you don't really have to know, you don't have to deal with, like, generally, you probably don't have to deal with, like, Bob's worst, like, traits. Yeah. You know, like it's <laughs> right. probably you're getting yeah. a certain slice of who this person is and right. and you're probably and you don't have to it's pretty uncomplicated relationship. So you can kind of both you like each other, even if you're having a bad day, you yeah. can kind of put a smile on for Bob. You're only gonna talk to him <laughs> for like fifteen seconds and maybe oh, a couple bad. minutes. And it's kinda nice. It's like, Bob. well Bob really likes me. Yeah. Of course he likes you, he doesn't know you yet. Yeah, you know, right, kinda right, like right, right, um, right. And it's kinda and the same both ways. Things, so. 
and, and so, and you give them a good tip and you know, and that's it. It's a pretty simple right. relationship, but it's still important. It's still good. Yeah. yeah. But, but it, it, so if, if you're living, the more you're sharing with Bob, if you're sharing vehicles and, right. you, and he trashes the car, if you're sharing childcare, like, and you, you parent your kids differently, <laughs> or if you're sharing sure. a house, you know, and food, <laughs> mm-hmm. then like it gets more and more complicated. So yeah. it, it, it's kind of a high risk, high reward mm-hmm. <laughs> scenario. So it, it's, it costs something, um, you know, yeah. but it is, it is, that, that's what we cho- That's what I chose. You know, that's what I, what I like about it. Yeah. Um, Say more about the the cost. Like, <laughs> say more say more about that if you're willing. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean I'm every, hearing a lot of I, I'm hearing some of what the reward is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it can be easy, I think, to you know, from the outside looking in, see maybe this sort of like utopian oh, existence, right, like right. how perfect mm-hmm. it is that everyone lives together and they share things, but. Yeah. You well, know, anyone, yeah, who's likely not that yeah, right. simple. Anyone who's grown up in a family like knows that living with people is not yeah. always easy and sharing things with people who have different ideas of how clean that thing should be or mm. how, you know, <laughs> punctual should be in returning it or any of those kinds of things um, knows that, yeah, I'll, like the more, like what Teal is saying, the more things you share, the more opportunity there is for conflict. And I, yeah, it's been many years since I have like really welcomed conflict as like a tool to get closer to people. Mm. But I don't, I don't think that's always how people view it. Um, but I think, I think it's not talked about enough in, I mean, I think it's more so than maybe when I was in school, but like ways to, you know, get through a conflict, ways to communicate and and not hurt the person that you're in the conflict with. I mean, there's just so, there's so many facets to mm-hmm. any interpersonal communication, especially if it's difficult, that there's so many opportunities for, for pain. And, you know, after many years of painful relationships, sometimes mm-hmm. it can be easy to, to shut off or to, be a little, you know, afraid of trying to make things right or, but I, yeah, I have found that, yeah, the cost sometimes is just that, like, I have to say this. I, I want to, I want things to be right. I don't want to stay in this conflict. I want to make things right. Um, which is a funny cost, but it's, it is a true cost of like, mm. I, I want to say, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I'm, I've said, I'm sorry a lot and probably should say it even more, but, um, and, and just being known like all the time. I mean, you yeah. know, when you live with people 24 seven, I mean, we have private spaces, but I mean, there's just a lot of overlap and a lot of, yeah, people seeing you maybe not at your best, so. So the cost is vulnerability. Yeah. I, I think that's probably the best, yeah, that's the best way to describe it. And that like, and the, the cost is this is the gift though. Like the vulnerability is also, they're one and the same, but like I think it's, that's a muscle, like to be vulnerable and to apologize, those are like muscles mm. that we, 
that are if you don't use them then you're then it's it, it feels like very tiring and yeah. almost impossible if you you know mm. and so i think living in community you have to work out that muscle um and as you get in shape and it actually <laughs> turns into more of a gift it, it, mm. you start to see the feel the gift of it because yeah. then it kind of liberates you you're like oh i don't have to hold all this in because that's just as painful yeah. or worse, right? To hold it in and not yeah. share it. But if you haven't used that muscle of sharing and yeah. being vulnerable, then it's very scary and alarming. And yeah, it's it's uh, hard. And so I think there's a hump and then another hump and, and it keeps going. But <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I, I watch myself and others like either get to that hump and run, you sure. know, or freak out or think or or think like this community like this community is terrible or like i gotta sure. get out of here or they stay or they get through it and then they get to the mm -hmm. other side of the hard part into the reward of that vulnerability and like oh i lost my mind <laughs> and people still like people saw it happen yeah. and they still want to they still like me and they're still mm. like you know want to live with me mm -hmm. and that's the reward of it if you can get to the reward of yeah. like oh like it's really scary to be vulnerable but people didn't leave me right like yeah. they still like me and love me then that's then you're like oh wow and you feel the, the liberation of that and you can it prepares you for the next probably bigger hump down the road but yeah um but yeah so it's it's the that is the cost but it's also the the gain it's kind of woven together um i think about like what i'm kind of a i've even more in the pandemic become kind of a wimp when it comes to choosing what movie I want to watch or show that I can't take like an intense, like I don't want intense movies mm. yeah. that are really sad or really yeah. like violent or, or just have conflict in them. I just, yeah. I just, I just want to, I find myself just like, I'm going to watch Notting Hill. <laughs> you know, I know exactly what happens. Yeah. I like there's the, you know, there's a very little, uh, like, uh, conflict or suspense. <laughs> I just, I know what I'm going to get. And, you know, and like, yep. I don't like people have recommended that, you know, whatever show, like you should watch, I, did you ever watch the wire? You should go back and watch it. It's a great show. I'm like, I don't know. It sounds kind of, sounds like I might have to like embrace myself for some like people dying or like, <laughs> I don't really want, it's, it's 2020, 2021. I don't, ain't nobody got time for that. So, yeah. so it's that same kind of thing. Yeah. Do I want to but like you're a character in the movie, so you actually yeah. have to. It's like, do you I have really to engage. Wanna, it's it's not wanna, going away. It's like I just want to be in my room and just have my own TV and my own car and my own everything, so I don't have to engage yeah, with that because sure. it is scary and it sure. takes a lot of work. And I and so I think that's how how I would compare it to just like, do you want to? But again, high risk, high reward. If you yeah. if you're willing to, you'll get a lot more out of a movie like Saving Private Ryan than you probably <laughs> sure. will out of Notting Hill um, because it is engaging in right. some really real raw stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, there's a cost, the cost is like, ah, like, myself you know, for it. Yep. but the reward is also in it. Like, yeah. like okay, I, that, that did something in my heart. You know? Right, the transformation value. Not to mention, I can imagine when you get to the other side of that hump and you experience the being on the receiving end of that reward, mm. how that has transformational value in um, you then extending that to the next person, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. That yeah. like, you know, I've, I was on the receiving end of my worst day <laughs> and these people are still here, like yeah. by what mystery, yeah. but you know, how, how valuable that is to you. Mm -hmm. And then, 
you know, in turn, it has this sort of, you know, yeah, that transformation, mm -hmm. then extending that outward. Yeah, and none of this is really like unique to intentional community per se. Right. Like you, you right. know, you're familiar right. with this. It's just human relationships, right? Right. Yeah. Like church community or whatever kind of community you have. Yeah. But it's just, I think, so the difference is it's just like a little bit more because we're <laughs> sure. Just and you like, never know when it's going to happen, right? Sure. Like, yeah. You're sharing more space, so it could happen. <laughs> just bring. You think you're just bringing your right. dishes down, and then somebody like catches you and brings up some conflict, or like, yeah, um, and then it just like the keys. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know, like you jammed me today. Like the keys weren't there. Like oh, and then you have to like yeah. And you, so it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. it's just more often I get or more sure. concentrated. It's like all the dials are turned up a little sure. bit. Sure. Um, so. Mm. As I describe it, I'm like, why? I'm making it sound terrible. And it, <laughs> no, in a, in a way, not at kind all. Of, in a way, it kind of is, but it's also incredible, it's and so I love great. it. <laughs> no, I love that. I love that because you're right. I like the the dial being turned up on it is what's so great about that. Because you know, when I'm I'm imagining being in the car and listening to a song, um, and have that song kind of on a lower volume, and I'm mm -hmm. like. I feel like I like this song. And so you turn it up and, yeah. and you get to engage it a little bit more. And I'm a, I'm a singer, so I'm going to be blasting that song and singing full volume along with it once I get into it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah, no, that's such a great, such a great image. Mm -hmm. um, so I, okay, I love this. I, I love this topic of conflict. Mm -hmm. I like, and, and Debbie, you were talking about um just the ways to engage conflict and mm -hmm. seeing conflict as such a positive thing and a way to get to know people and become yeah. intimate with people. Um, you know, we, we all have church stuff in common with one another. And I, and I think about this in the context of church um, and the community that we build at church. Mm -hmm. And I have to wonder, um, what are some of the, like, maybe I'm going to, I'm going to take a step back from that before I ask that question. I'm going to say, is there a role in community living, whether it's Jesus people or regular life or church, is there a role for things like a code of conduct or a creed or mm. a um, belief statement or a mm. protocol or a guideline that sort of helps to, I don't know, helps to guide or shape the way conflict is managed? Mm. Um, and I guess the, you know, prior knowledge that come, that this question comes from is like, I think of, I think of the early church, mm -hmm. I think of the mm -hmm. early church and the role that creed, canon and episcopacy played mm -hmm. in, in forming and shaping the way the church handled conflict. Mm -hmm. Um, and I bring that all the way to today and I think of my own church and we have a behavioral covenant mm. that we live by that, mm -hmm. that tells us you know, especially when we disagree, yeah. Yeah. this is how we're going to, and yeah. we're, we're all signing this, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. as, as a, as a, as a commitment to this is how in this house, this yeah. is how we deal with these things. So, yeah. you know, talk a little bit about that, um, whether or not such a thing is needed, is necessary. Mm -hmm. If, mm -hmm. if so, what role does that play? Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, we're, we're kind of like guideline light, um, sure. you know, our, our, our beginnings of our communities, mm -hmm. like out of the Jesus people movement. So we got to kind of have this like hippie DNA. Uh -huh. um, Love it. And yeah. So, which is great. And I, and I feel like, you know, there's parts of that that are like, 
that movement came out of looking at what was going on in the world and mm -hmm. embracing the things that were like colorful and music and all, you know, the art and, and then bringing Jesus, you know, in the midst of that kind of mm -hmm. cultural moment. And so I'm always, I'm always looking at that. Um, and I like that part of the, yeah. the hippie DNA, but, um, the other part of like kind of rules or guidelines, like we, we're not great at, um, I mean, we have, we have them and we go over them with folks who are joining our community, but they're, they're sort of, there's the base, there's like suggestion. the suggestion. I mean, well, there's the common sense stuff yeah. that's like basic, like keep everybody safe, yeah. you know, yeah. like make sure, you know, there's like that stuff that any organization today would have. Sure. But then on, in terms of like this, like more like common language or this is how we do conflict. This is how we yeah. do yeah. this and that, like, or these are the rules. Church like, or anything. I mean, the, there's yeah. not a lot on paper. Yeah. Um, and it has been more of like a, and, and maybe if, I don't know, I, sometimes I wonder if, if Jesus people would have put more stuff on paper and ratified like a, a constitution and like, this is <laughs> sure. who we are. This is what we believe about this and this, and this is our theology on this. And this is how we're going to do this as a church that we might not have made it this far. Yeah. Like it gave us yeah. some kind of like yeah. agility or mm -hmm. like a nimbleness yeah. to like adapt and like be more like welcoming. Yeah. And just yeah. like, like, I don't know, be more, um, um, yeah, like re reflective of who, who we are, because who we are now, like as in a group of 180 people was a different, different thing than who we were 10 years ago when sure. we were yeah. a different number of different people. And, and, you know, so I think it a lot has allowed us to, uh, evolve in, in ways, but, but then the, there's cons to that too. Yeah. And I, I mean, I really love the idea of having some sort of, um, I think, I think they try, they've tried different models, like at different businesses for mm -hmm. conflict, um, management or what, what conflict resolution. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I mean, it would be interesting if we did like sort of adopt like a specific way to deal with conflict. I wonder right. if it would be, I mean, Teal's really great at getting people together. Um, he got a friend and I together who were, we were having a conflict and sat down with the both of us and it was just great. So I'm, much of it is just ha being willing to have the conversation. Yeah. And I feel like right. I'm, lear I'm learning a lot just like, I feel like in some ways we've learned just by doing, sure. um, but I do now, and I never thought I would say this, but I'm like, oh, I think I might need to go back to school. Like, I, and I don't really want to go back to school, but I feel like I, could, I can see myself taking a class now. Mm -hmm. and, and like, I've been done, when, since we graduated, yeah. I was like, I'm good. Nope. But like, yep. but now I'm like, I have a, like, a very specific skill set that I'm using already, but I'm kind of making it up. Mm. And, and I would love some language and tools and that's sure. in conflict resolution and like nonviolent communication. Yeah. yeah. Um, so in some of, some of us here have, have gotten trained, train, have received training and, nice. and that's come in handy. Yeah. Um, but I, but yeah, I do think that we could use like more, I think we've kind of naturally picked up some of those mm -hmm. tools along yeah. the way, but, um, but I, I will say that, um, right now my theory is that it's more important for, uh, community to have a common language for how to do conflict than it is for a community to all agree on a theology about yes. whatever it is. Yes. Like as long as you have yes. 
a common, like you all agree on this is how we're going to treat each other, mm -hmm. then right. everything else can kind of fall into place and you can figure it out from there. Right. But if you, mm -hmm. because you have, you've figured out how to disagree and how yeah. to agree and how to do, but like if you don't have that, then that other stuff all of a sudden right. gets real dicey. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, oh my gosh. I so, yeah. feel like that's so relevant. That's so relevant. Yeah. And especially like, I, I mean, we, yeah, you look at the history of the church and the role that those, you know, rules or guidelines or codes mm -hmm. played didn't always pan out super, super yeah. well. Yeah. Like when, when it was based on here, this is what we all believe. And it's these doctrine, right? right. Yeah. Um, and it had, you know, so then it led to conflict not being handled well yeah. and disagreements mm -hmm. not being handled well and mm -hmm. and being forced to cause divisions and mm -hmm. splitting and yeah. you know there are times where maybe that kind of result is necessary yeah. um and yet you know how much could it have been avoided mm -hmm. and how much could unity have been preserved yeah. like good you know honest mm -hmm. authentic vulnerable unity yeah um, you know, had, had the, had the code, you know, said more about, yeah. you know, this is, this is how we will love each other yeah. through disagreements yeah. rather mm -hmm. than, well, this is what we agree this on. This is we, what we agree on. Yeah. And so when you don't agree, then you're dismissed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, and I would say that is uh, going back to the kind of maybe the difference between what, what intentional community, community, whatever we're doing here and, and, um, and not this, yeah. um, like a church, for example, like an average church. Um, so here's a critique I have for kind of the ch church model is that if you're not living together and you're you're not sharing a lot and you're really just sh mostly sharing Sunday mornings, yeah, um, and maybe some other activities through the week, then it that puts a lot of pressure on your commonality needs to be in like what you it often by default falls to like what we believe together yeah, because right. the, the Sunday service is kind of formed around mm -hmm. where this what, is our teaching yeah. on mm -hmm. this Bible scripture. This is how we worship mm -hmm. and how we, um, and so then it, there's a lot of pressure on like how we do this, uh, our faith and how we like our ethical, like yeah. and moral, mm -hmm. like rules that we've right. gotten from the Bible. Um, and so, but if you live together, then it, it kind of spreads that out over like, um, I don't know, for us, it just feels like it's more important that we, uh, that we, you know, treat each other well. Mm -hmm. And that, cause I mean, that you show up to your dishes shift, you know, it's just <laughs> yeah, like, I yeah. don't know what you believe about the Holy spirit and this speaking in tongues, but can you just turn the keys back in? And so I know where the car is when I get, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it, yes. and, and not that the other thing isn't important, but it just, it just feels a little bit more grounded and yeah. And spread out and not so much stress on like on we all the thing that bonds all of us is that we all believe this about the bible and yeah. about whatever yeah. um it's like well what about all just like the rest of the days of the week yeah. you know of just living life together like yeah what do we believe about that just like right how to raise right. our kids and how to you know treat one another and talk to one another how to have conflict and i think because we're living together it it kind of spreads all that out and grounds it a little bit in a different way yeah. Um, and do you think that maybe like if there was any like, you know, statement of belief, if there was any, that it would be almost 
that it would be almost, you know, do do you believe in the inherent value of every human? Okay, great. Then you're in, you know, yeah. like, do you believe in that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause that's the and code are you that willing, we live by here. Yeah. And are we, are you willing to live by that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And oh yeah. Because it's, I mean, it's easy to say, but it's hard. I mean, there's days yeah. when, you know, we share our building with low income seniors and yeah. our, we're right here in this neighborhood of uptown and, you know, being, seeing the inherent value in every person that you encounter yeah. on some days is, is exhausting. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a not, thousand it's, decisions. Yeah. Day. Right. Yeah. And, but it's, yeah, I, I think we have more of those decisions because of where we're located, because of living together and because it's not a group of people that chose each other, right? right? We're a group of people that over decades have kind of all been called to this one place and we're from all over and have all sorts of different stories and you never know who's going to come sit with you in the dining room and and so it's just always ready to be kind i mean kind is to 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 treat someone with that they like they have inherent value yeah (laughs) that they're valuable yeah you know Mm -hmm. and that's easy to say and really hard to do. Mm. Yeah. I can imagine, like, Teal, you said, like, it's a thousand decisions every day. Um, And I can imagine that that's, you know, exacerbated by this, you know, concept of sharing, like having all things in common is like the Acts 2 Fellowship of Believers would say it. Um, I'd love to know a little bit more about resources Mm -hmm. and what that's like sharing, like, does it feel like you truly have all things in common? Um, or (laughs) is it a little bit more, you know, specifically allocated, you know, talk more about, yeah. Sharing of resources. Yeah. I think we've gotten less like, it's funny because you, you say that you're going to do something different and you're not going to make it about the rules and make it, uh, about like, and then you you end up gravitating towards that and whatever you create. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, we're all about having all things in common. And so sure. then that becomes the thing that you're like legalistic about. You right. know, like, <laughs> right. like, no, all things sure, in common. Sure, sure. Like, yeah. You can't have private time or you can't have like, I don't know. So That's so, not yours, that's ours. Yeah, yeah, but there are, it's a, it's a balance. I think sure. we've, it's a pendulum swinging kind of, it seems mm-hmm. like hearing the history of Japuza. Um, and um, it feels like we are, we've swung more in the direction of the pendulum is currently swinging towards like, let's like have good like boundaries and have our own spaces and mm-hmm, our own like, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, it's okay to have your own TV and your own family time and your own this and that. Yeah. And you can, you really, there's not a lot of rules about like we, like you can even, you can have your own dinner. Like we have a kitchen team that makes, and Debbie's on it and I'm, we're both on it. And we make dinner every night but like if you have if you're not into that meal and you want to cook your own food you can there's kitchens that you can do that in and you don't actually have to share the cars we if you want to if you're if you want to save up some money and and pay for your own insurance and have your own car you can do that Mm -hmm. and like and so we all but if you if you check no on all the things like if you don't share any of the things, then you're not really doing it anymore. Right, but right. but all of us check different boxes. Yeah. I might yeah. be like, you know what? I can't do the car thing. I'm going to have my, you know, I visit my family a lot. I'm just going to have my own car, yeah. but I'm going to eat in the dining room every night. And you know, I, yeah. that's a part that I do want to share. Yeah. And, and I think we all have our own strategy 
And no, and on a good day, we're not judging each other for mm. like, I can't believe Debbie never eats in the dining room, like selfish. I, I rarely do, actually. Um, I was going to say, I literally don't <laughs> believe that Debbie never eats in the yeah. dining room. Well, I, 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 really I don't. don't. She doesn't I don't. often. I, I, I normally eat in, in, our, in our own apartment space with just my family. Yeah. And I don't I don't know why but, really. But y'all also keep your door open. Oh yeah. I mean people are always all the welcome. time. People yeah. are always yeah. in your room and that's not everybody. Not everybody keeps right. the door open all the time. So we all right. it's a yeah. give and take and a push and pull and I yeah. think that I I think that we do pretty good at honoring everybody's strategy. Sure. And maybe nudging, hey, like, haven't seen you in a while. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Sure. It's a, it's a hard balance as you can imagine. Yeah. I, yeah, and I can because I'm a pretty extroverted person and I'm married to a very introverted person. <laughs> and so sometimes when I think about this concept of living in c intentional community, I think about even just the community that we live intentionally in between the two of us, <laughs> like our, yeah. our partnership, like yeah. there's some strain there sometimes yeah, when it right. comes to like, but also I will say one of the beautiful things about that choice. And again, like I'm I'm comparing a very small two-person community it's to the, a very it's large. It's kind of the best comparison. Yeah, so, because yeah. you know I have been immensely transformed yeah. in that, like mm -hmm. immensely, and I've learned so 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 much mm -hmm. just from the intentional community of living with my partner. Yeah, um, you know, learning about boundaries <laughs> and the importance of them, like. Mm -hmm and how much he values when I speak up for him in that. Mm -hmm. um, particularly when it comes to like the rest of my family who are <laughs> all just like me. Like mm -hmm. we are five extroverts all together <laughs> and he is a like severe introvert in comparison. <laughs> and so like when it comes to spending time with the Bakkins, it's like he really needs me to stand in that gap and yeah. really speak up for him in that. Cause it can be really hard to get in a word edgewise right. when you're with my family. <laughs> Um, and so, you know, I can imagine, you know, what that's like in living in, in community on a, on a, you know, macro level, yeah. like what you guys are doing, um, and the role that it must take to not only speak, you know, not only be aware enough of your own needs and the boundaries that you have, but then protecting those of other people as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. and knowing the, you know, give and take that comes with saying, no, I, I really want you to have this, you know, you have your own time and then maybe later going, and now I'm going to draw you out a little bit yeah, too. Yeah. Um, Cause we have that in our marriage too. Yeah. Like, yeah. That is something learned over time. There is like no crash course on that yeah. at all. Nope. Yeah. And it happens so gradually. Right. The learning, I was just looking at a, a list of our clean team. Yeah, we have five different chore teams that, and that that's the system that we mm -hmm. use to clean, keep the house clean, and I'm a team clean leader uh, for our team, and and I was just looking at our list today because we've been making some changes, um, and I just was thinking like, wow, because when I started leading the team like four years ago or whenever it was, it was overwhelming because I was still relatively new to the community and I don't know how everybody functions. Like if I have to ask this person to change jobs, like, <laughs> like, are they, how are they going to take that, this and that? Like, does this person, and I learned that like somebody is, was offended that I even asked them to do pots, you know, <laughs> and pans. So like, I've never done pots and pans. Like, okay, I didn't know that. And just like, but now <laughs> I was looking at it today and I was, I was like, I know everybody on this list so well, mm. you know, and I know yeah. exactly like, I, you know, I, I, 
I'm not, I could call any of them and ask them to switch. And I had to do that this last couple of weeks because we're opening things back up, you know, and, and I was just like, well, and it just happened little by little over four or five years of like, oh, I know, I know all these people now, you know, and yeah. obviously I'll keep, if there's another five years, I'll keep, I'll know even more about them. But sure. I was just yeah. like, wow, like a lot has happened in four or five years. <laughs> I've learned their, like, I've learned people's yeah. stuff, like their quirks and their, like, how to take care of people and like mm -hmm. the, their communication styles. And so, yeah, just like what you're describing with you and you and your partners, like yeah. you like you've, it's like, it's, it's a lot and yeah, it is. That's the best comparison. So imagine that your family lived with you and Zach <laughs> in a big apartment building and then Ooh. add some more friends to that. And, yeah. and you just start to, yeah. you kind of can, you start to advocate for like, Hey, we'll be, take it easy on them because you know that, they, they had a rough life, you know, they have yeah. some issues with this and that probably mm -hmm. led them to think when you said that, you, you, yeah. mm -hmm. you advocate for each other because you know each other's stories and you might know somebody's story better than that this person does. And mm -hmm. so you, yeah. and this person might really annoy you, but somebody else, they really understand how to speak to them and you kind of help sure. each other. <laughs> it's uh, so it's just a more uh, complicated web than, sure. than, a, than like a single family. Yeah. Unit. Yeah. Right. Um, right. I love it though. Love yeah. it. And I think too, I mean, the sharing, some of what Teal is saying has to do a little bit with privilege too. I mean, some, some folks mm. come and they don't maybe have as many options yeah. or they've come mm. because they're sort of at a space where they just need a place where they don't have to worry about owning things or, you know, maybe we even give folks a little less work to do because they're going through recovery or grief mm -hmm. or whatever it is. And so there is that space too of like, if you don't have things, um, we can make sure that you have everything you need, mm. right? Yeah. So th mm -hmm. that's the other side of it. Like, yeah, I mean, we have a big TV and we have laptops and phones mm -hmm. and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. But um, yeah, when I first came as a 20 something, I didn't have a lot of stuff and, and there was always, everything I needed, right? So there, yeah. there is that sense of um, just being provided for or mm -hmm. like when young people come and, you know, some, some places that are similar to this, like ministries or whatever, it costs a lot of money to mm. go, just to go there, mm. like whatever. And it's just, yeah, you can just kind of come and mm. we'll feed you and we'll house you. And yeah, so there's, there's that sense of um, provision even if you don't have the privilege to maybe have your own everything, whatever. In yeah. mm -hmm. and, the, and I, I speak from a place of privilege in that, but I like, I, you know, arguably like the more you have, there's a correlation with how, like that you're having less community. Yeah, because, absolutely. Because if oh, you have yeah. your own big TV, then you're less likely to go use the TV in the living room. And right. then in the living room, you're more likely to run into other people and maybe, hey, you want to watch this movie too? Or like, yeah. right. And I don't know, or if you have your own car, again, the less you share, the more, the, yeah. the less community you're going to experience. And yeah. the less, the, right. the volume's lower on that song that you like, yeah. you know? And so, <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah. it's, yeah, I, as somebody who has <laughs> more resources, like maybe like, I have to like keep that in check more and I have to think mm -hmm. about that more. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, Teal, you could buy your own whatever, but then is that really, how does that work with your mm -hmm. strategy of the boxes you're checking that you've yeah. said that you want to share? Does that work into the, the plan or are <laughs> yeah. you kind of like, are you just 
choosing the, the, the romantic comedy again, when you could watch a more- Deal in the rom-com. You could watch a more serious, uh, rewarding movie. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember as a kid, like we, this was like an idea planted in my head. Um, we, we lived in Texas and we had, I can't remember, anyway, we'd moved into a new place and my parents were like, well, why should we own a lawnmower? Like, let's just talk to the neighbor and see if we can share a, lawn, a lawnmower. And it's like, oh yeah, I mean, how often are you gonna use that thing? Like, let's buy it together, right? And so we bought a lawnmower together with our next door neighbor, right? But like, people yeah. don't just, they don't do those kinds of things. It's, right. it's but it, how, I'm, it was such a small thing, but it, it did plant the seed in my mind mm. of like, oh, everybody doesn't need to have everything. All, yep. Right? Like, <laughs> but it's. But it's a I, risk because what if you go talk to your neighbor, but then they turn out to be kind of a jerk and then you're sure. Or it breaks, then who repairs it? Or, you know, oh, you thing. used it and now it's out of gas. And, yeah. you know, it turns I into mean, a conflict. Well, it could, right? Yeah. But it also is an opportunity to like interact more. Because mm -hmm. how often do you, I mean, we yeah. didn't interact with those neighbors. We, we were in different life stages and whatever, so it was kind of gave us an excuse to, to do that too, so I don't know. I feel like that's a great story to illustrate the, like, the, um, like the, the kind of sharing that you're talking about because it's not a paternalistic, I have this and I'm sharing with you mm -mm. type of thing. It's a, these are the things that we have in common yeah. type of thing. Yeah, um, yeah very cool. So we, so I've been thinking, we kind of touched on this a little bit with the whole like, um, you know, knowing other people's boundaries and wanting to, um, wanting to advocate for mm -hmm. um, each other. So I've been thinking a lot over the last few years and for obvious reasons, especially over the last year and a half about the role that like practicing solidarity plays in intentional living community. And I guess that, you know, to me that applies in the church, also in just the way I conduct my life as a, as a white woman in the, in the United States. Mm -hmm. um, can you tell me about some ways that you've seen that practice or, or demonstrated that practice? I mean, I'm leaving it kind of open-ended for mm -hmm. you guys mm -hmm. to share a little bit about how that, how that works um, an intentional community. How valuable is that? Um, yeah. And how do you see it it's a really playing good question. out? Mm -hmm. It's a really good question. I think in our, for me, um, being in this neighborhood and um, the changes that have happened over the 20 plus years that I've been here and being able to, this idea of like, recognizing the dignity of humans mm -hmm. um, has really played out in the ways that we've interacted in our neighborhood. Um, there's been different fights for the rights of, um, we have some folks that have lived under the viaduct um, in tents and um, other situations where people were sort of being priced out or um, different parts of the neighborhood where there was some conflict over mm -hmm. whose voices should be um, amplified. 
Um, and mm -hmm. so I feel like for me, living in community gives me this place of knowing what it feels like to be valued and to be like recognized and for my, yeah, this idea of like all the humans I encounter need the same, um, I don't know, just a support system and, and the right to, to live and to exist. And so for me, that's really motivated me to be involved in some neighborhood um, organizations and, and politics that mm -hmm. I, I'm going to continue to be involved in. And so when you talk about neighborhood, you're talking about uptown, yeah. right? Not just the, you know, neighborhood no, of Jesus people. Right, right. But I feel like the way that I live in community kind of gives me the space. Like I have more space to, for, I have more margin because mm. of the way we live. Mm. And I also have more of a compassion for just, yeah, the, this idea that everyone I see really I just want to recognize that dignity. I want to like, um, you know, bring it to the to the forefront. I want other people to see uh, people's mm -hmm. value. But I think those are things. Those are values that have really been reinforced by the way that I've been living. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know if that's quite the same, but. Yeah. No. I think. I think it seems to me. Um, again, as a newer guy, I've been here for like five or six years, but that the history of Jesus people has always been some kind of, some level of like paying attention to what's happening in the neighborhood and mm -hmm. trying to to just be in solidarity in some way or another. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, but I would say since I've been here, there's been, um, in addition to that, more of an inward like look um, at how do we look, look at ourselves and like dig into our, like to mm -hmm. our like into our own whiteness mm -hmm. or predominantly white community. And I would okay. say like any, like probably most predominantly white communities that are in cities through the seventies, eighties, nineties to now, um, you know, some bumbling along the way of like mm -hmm. recognizing like mm -hmm. how does your whiteness impact your neighborhood and, mm -hmm. and how does your whiteness impact people of color in your community in, in Jesus people and like mm -hmm. an assimilation that you thought was diversity. And just like, mm -hmm. I think we're having a, a lot of like, whoa, like wait, like in, in the last five years I've watched that. Um, um, and that, but that stems from individuals having those kind of looking inward mm -hmm. from the leadership down um, and everybody just like, it's not, it's not, it's, you know, again, anytime we talk about Jesus people, it's just a bunch of individuals, right? Yeah. Um, so like we're all over the map, but I would say that there's been a lot of people being willing to look inwards more um, mm -hmm. and talk about, you know, white privilege and mm -hmm. white supremacy and white fragility and like, mm -hmm. and like, and because a lot of us are looking at that in, as individuals, then it, it does start to feel more like corporately we're, we're, putting that on our radar and, and digging into that. Mm -hmm. And it's really, it's been really important and really hard and, mm -hmm. and, um, and, uh, but I, it does feel hopeful that just the fact that we're, uh, there's people that are willing to dive into that. And so that's, I would say that's where we're at right now. It's a very much in progress. Um, but, but, you know, of course there's outward ways that we can, you know, we do a vigil on Sundays, uh, 
for the black lives taken by police in, mm -hmm, in the country. Mm -hmm. and, and that's, it's a public way of showing solidarity, of holding people's names. Mm -hmm. um, but that's on, that only means something if you're also doing the inner work, like right. everybody's yeah. doing the work they need to do. Right. And we can't force that. Like we can't like be like, okay, every, now it's a new, again, we're not a, a rules oriented. Like, right. okay, everybody at Jesus people now needs to like. Everyone's reading wide awake. Right, yeah, everybody right. has to read it, you know, yeah. but we do off, but there's been a lot more things offered. Like, mm -hmm. hey, this feels important. Like yeah. and everybody's invited to be a part of this book study, this group yeah. that we're doing. Um, and this is, the, this is what we're, this is why we're looking at this. Yeah. And giving everybody the agency to, to, to lean into that and it's encouraging to that people are and um yeah and i would say so work in progress we're it's never going to be finished like obviously but sure. we're but it is encouraging that like that's something that we're, that's on our radar and um yeah and we have to keep paying attention to how we how we navigate that and how we can stand up for for our neighbors and for the people in our community and, and have mm -hmm. that solidarity i think constantly learning how we can do better um there's a lot going on in Chicago right now and in the world, so um, it's a lot of opportunities to step up. And um, yeah, I hope that we keep getting better at, at knowing how to do that well, but yep. still bumbling. <laughs> like, that's the best word I can use, just kind of like trying to figure this out and yeah. making lots of mistakes and being willing to make the mistakes and learn. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, like I'm such a visual person, so like what I see, like, with the word bumbling, I'm picturing like learning a dance yeah. and like it, you're like, if, especially if it's not choreographed, but it's just like, <laughs> this is a foxtrot <laughs> and someone hits play on the music and you're like, okay. <laughs> so I have like, I, feel it. <laughs> I have this, like, I'm like, this is the rhythm. <laughs> this is the meter. This is the, you know, the pace or, or whatever the tempo. And then you have these like set of, you know, um, steps that you can do, but they're not prescribed exactly <laughs> how you put those yeah. in over the course of a song. And yeah. so it's just kind of like, you know, hap it's meant to happen sort of organically, but there's mm -hmm. going to be a lot of bumping into <laughs> your partner or bumping, yeah. stepping on toes or bumping yeah. into other couples on the dance floor or like, <laughs> You know, if someone's going to cut in, like, how do you coordinate like that? Yeah. I mean, like that kind of dance. And using that metaphor, if we're all in here and we're having a dance kind of party or learning mm -hmm. how to do the foxtrot, is that an actual dance? Yeah, that is, is an, actual yeah. dance. Okay. an actual dance. Maybe after we can. Um, but, <laughs> um, you know, then the, it's okay if we can invite the whole community and some people might just stand on the wall. Right. They yeah. might not be yeah. ready and we're not going to force everybody to come in and dance. Right. But, but if you, but if we're trying to learn how to dance, and you're just gonna walk through and kind of like get in the way or like hurt, like maybe hurt somebody, right. like by like walking through or just like, well, I'm. You guys might be having foxtrot, but I'm wheeling my equipment through on this cart, and I'm gonna like. So yeah. using that metaphor, yeah. it's like you can stand. We're not gonna force you to take part in the dance, but but your actions, if your actions hurt or your beliefs or whatever, do yeah. like end up like hurting somebody or oppressing someone, yeah, or like then. So there is an, a certain amount of. It's not that solidarity can't be passive right yeah. completely right right well, you can so it's this funny balance of like giving everybody agency to go at their own pace in this journey of trying to treat each other well and have solidarity but there are there are push comes a shove moments and right mm -hmm. i don't know so it, it's not 
it is it's com it gets complicated it's, oh so yeah. complicated <laughs> um and so yeah i don't know uh we're in it well i think <laughs> i mean you're in it and i yeah. know that in your church and like in most churches there are different degrees of willingness to engage totally. these topics totally. right and so just imagine your congregation all living together now, right? So mm -hmm. the the things that maybe might come up on a Sunday, um, you know, could could maybe skirt, be skirted around, but mm -hmm. living together, they're they're probably going to come up, in, yeah. And and it might be in some unexpected way, right? And right. so. Um, which just brings us back to conflict and cost and all those things again. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's interesting just to watch the different ways that people interact with, especially this moment in mm -hmm. history of, of where there's some really great materials that we've gotten from ECC and, and engaged in and um, mm -hmm. just, yeah, it's been really We've had some great discussions. We've had to do them on Zoom, even though we're, you know, mm. in the same building. We still were doing all the isolating yeah. during the, the, especially during the beginning of the pandemic. And yeah, um, but yeah, just we're we're doing the doing the work, but it's a it's a lot. It's a lot. There's still a lot to so much dig up, you know. Yeah, more to do. So yeah, it's a good question. Thanks for asking. Yeah, that. yeah. Well, it's just I mean, it's I feel like. Um, I feel like there's a piece of solidarity that you can't do unless you're willing to be a part of some version of intentional community. Mm -hmm. That like the, I, like I guess to, <laughs> maybe to use the dance metaphor again, mm -hmm. like you can't say you're doing it if like you're not even in the hall where the other people are, you know what I mean? You can't say like, I went to the dance when you like actually hung out in the parking lot the whole yeah. time um, by yourself. Mm -hmm. um, but you were there like, well, also you weren't, yeah. um, you know? So I, yeah, I guess I, I see like this incredible value, like, Yes, there's conflict. Yes, there's cost. But I see this incredible value in learning how to practice solidarity in in a variety of ways, right? Mm -hmm. Like there there is the you know black and white issue that we're facing 100%. But you know when it comes to even things like um, mental health mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and preserving mental health, you know, there is mm -hmm. a solidarity piece to that too, mm -hmm. that says yeah. like, I may not be feeling what you're feeling. Um, I, I'm not, I don't, I don't have your same brain and I, mm -hmm. I don't have your same experience, mm -hmm. but, but I can be with you in this. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I feel like there's just an incredible opportunity to engage that and to learn and mm -hmm. grow in that in intentional community. So like bringing it back to like the church piece again, like, mm -hmm. I mean, how can you really say that you're practicing it? Um, how can you really say that you're, you're, you're practicing solidarity, that you're really in it, that you're doing the work if you're not willing to engage the relationships that are yeah. a part of that work, right? Right, yeah. right. Um, so I was just curious about how that, how that manifests. In, yeah, the two in things feed into each other. Yeah. If you're, if you don't have, because you can exist in intentional community and still, again, if you check no, 
on enough of the boxes of sharing things, then you're not really, you're not in the room sure. um, mm -hmm. too much. Um, and you can still be loved and, and valued, but you're not, you're missing out on most of the thing. Yeah. Um, and, and so that just being an intentional community doesn't guarantee that you're going to sure. have those relationships. You still yeah. have to work for it sure. or like put, put stuff into it. But, but it, assuming that you are putting that effort in at some level and you have relationships, when stuff comes up like uh, a racial uh, conflict um, or a mental health issue, and when those things um, become a part of it, um, you tend to have to, you're already, you care about this person, so, you know, it, you have a vested interest in them mm -hmm. and, it, and you trust yeah. their narrative, you're a little more likely to trust their narrative mm -hmm. and their, their experience. Mm -hmm. um, and if you don't have the relationship, then like it's going to be complicated, right? It's, it's going to be hard to, mm. um, to get there mm -hmm. um, and it gets wonky. Um, yeah. So we have to hope that those relationships are there, like that mm -hmm. that's, again, that we have this thing, this core of like, this is, we've agreed that we're all, this is how we're going to treat each other. Mm -hmm. um, and then fr and from there, whatever these conflicts are, are gonna, we have a lot better shot at these really complicated issues Mm -hmm. If we have this, um, mm -hmm. and um, mm -hmm. so yeah, definitely the relationships and, and that um, capital, relational capital, yeah, um, is is important. Um, the mental health thing is another good example of like, mm -hmm. I would say because we live together and we need each other to be well. Because mm -hmm. if I'm unwell um, on a mental health level, like that's going to bleed over into mm -hmm. Debbie's life mm -hmm. and affect mm -hmm. her life because I'm her clean team leader for. And for mm -hmm. one example, and if yeah. I, my mental health is uh, taking away from my ability to organize the clean team or stay on it, things are really going to get disorganized. It's going to be stressful, um, and that's like so. No matter what, it's going to bleed yeah. into mm -hmm. like you know into other people's lives because because we have all these shared margins and connections, and so we have a vested. In, I mean, Debbie wants me but, to be yeah. well, but it also like so. Anyways, we have a vested interest in everybody having. Yeah. You know. But even in that, like if Teal was having, you know, a particularly difficult moment and needed to just maybe focus on being well, mm -hmm. mentally or physically or whatever, we can kind of allow for that for each other as mm. well. Like, um, yeah, I mean, there's just times when you're in the parking lot. I mean, go back to the dance hall. You're in the parking yeah. lot or you're on the, on the edge of the scene because you, you really don't, you can't engage right. at that moment and I yeah. and I think we really try to allow for those moments too because mm -hmm. yeah maybe you just need to really do some intensive therapy for mm -hmm. a couple months or maybe you, you really do need to take some time off to grieve or to you know get well or whatever it is so mm -hmm. the way that we live yeah it bleeds it bleeds into each other's lives in a in a way that could have, could be kind of a domino effect, mm -hmm. um, but also can be sort of a, a safety net because it's like, hey, um, seems like you're you know not managing this team well. Are you okay? Is everything okay? Do you need a break? Um, and I think yeah, we're more likely to notice. Yeah, because yeah. it's yeah, it's gonna well. it's gonna there, yeah, you can only hide for so long, and then it's like. Probably, and maybe sometimes we just say, "Oh, you probably do need to take a break from that, you know, responsibility or whatever." So, 
right. less likely maybe to offer like a platitude. No, right. And, a, and more likely to yeah. like, let's get down to a practical solution because <laughs> I need the dishes to get, like we need, yeah, you know, like, yeah, and not, yeah. but it's right. just that you no, but, need yeah. to care about the person, but it's like, let's, let's be practical because mm -hmm. I, we, our lives are very practical. So it's yeah. like, do you, you know, like, have you, have you ever had therapy before? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, well, I, I did, but then I lost my, in, or I had changed insurance, and then yeah. this, and it's like, oh, well, we can well, help we can you. help you, yeah, like, with right. That, or like, let's we figure it out, you know, or whatever yeah. it is. Um, yeah, so I think that's, that's real. Where I think if you're, again, if you just kind of share Sunday mornings, and you don't have much of a relationship with somebody else, and you see that they don't seem to be doing well, it's kind of awkward to ask somebody you just see at church, like, hey, have you thought about therapy? Seems like you're kind of grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, you gotta have some, you gotta have some depth of relationship to, yeah. to like know enough about somebody to be like, hey, like, yeah. how you doing? Like, that right. doesn't come from nowhere. It comes from right. weeks, years of, of just all those thousands of decisions and being together and d doing the foxtrot together. You know, like, <laughs> We're gonna have dance lessons We gotta do that foxtrot. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, oh my gosh, so much, so much good and rich stuff in here because I think like, I, I love the metaphor that we've been developing of this mm -hmm. dance because sometimes like when everybody is in and they're all dancing, like mm -hmm. it can get a little intense, like yeah. the temperature goes up because you've got people, mm -hmm. you know, all dancing up together and so sometimes you need uh, to take a break and you need that fresh air, you need to just kind of, <laughs> you know, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but also like, Oh, there was another good point about, yeah, the opportunities that you have when you're living in intentional community to see each other and to have those opportunities where you're going to notice. Mm -hmm. um, like if I'm, if I, if my relationship with people is relegated just to Sundays, I might see them being grumpy, but that could have so many different reasons. Right. There could be yeah. so many different reasons for that. Um, and, and if my, and also if my interaction with them is relegated just to Sundays, I'm not going to have, you know, there may be one moment where I can catch that person. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, and otherwise I have to wait until the next week. Yeah. Like I have right. to wait until the next week to check in on they them. might have a whole nother problem by then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, I, it'll be forgotten. It'll yeah. be, you know, yeah. so many different things happen in a week. Um, you know, happen in a day, much less right, a week. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm a I'm a person on staff at my church, and so right. I have a whole agenda. You know, right. like you have I've responsibilities. Got a whole things, yeah. On Sunday, that yeah. usually, as unfortunate as it sounds, like it doesn't usually involve. Um, you know, have I seen? really seen every single person in my yeah. congregation, yeah. Right. like when it's my job, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. So just thinking about like, you know, how much life goes on in between those the times. The opportunities for like, and I, yeah. we hear stories all the time of like, I feel like I hear them of like, you know, I did this and I felt bad about it and I didn't say anything. And then yeah. you just told a story recently about that. And then, <laughs> and then I like, and then wouldn't you know it, like that night I was, I went down to just do like a random load of laundry unexpected and just ran, they were doing laundry at yep. 11 p.m. too. 
and yeah. I was able to you know apologize and yeah or whatever it was or ask surprisingly them about the thing. we don't do laundry together <laughs> as a church community maybe you should just do that yeah. intentional laundry our, us and our neighbors our neighbors who live downstairs yeah, yeah. like we do laundry together right. there's very little conflict between us and our neighbors but you know that would be the only opportunity that I have to experience what you're what yeah. you're talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. Um, you share the the lent like in the, the filter, we do. you're yeah. like, ah, oh, see, you had something red in your pocket this week. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. Another receipt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, loose change. Yeah. Score. <laughs> Actually, um, Zach just found one of our neighbors. Um, they have a daughter. Uh, we found one of her socks in our um, laundry recently. <laughs> so. A little tiny excuse for community. Exactly. Yeah, right. So returning the sock. It was a whole moment. It's great. Oh man, yeah, such good rich stuff there. I'm trying to imagine now, like what it would be like to do laundry with some other folks in my church, and <laughs> what kinds of conversations that would lead to. Yeah, and I and I, again, I started with this, and I want to come back to it of yeah. like to get off my high horse or whatever, right? That like we're kind of I'm painting in broad strokes that like sure and like yeah, if you're just in a church like a, that only meets on Sundays, like <laughs> yeah, and I know that like for instance that's not your church. You right. are seeing each other. There's all kinds we, of stuff going do, on. Yeah, yeah. but mm -hmm. it's it's a helpful like um, way to describe some to talk about this. But I there's all kinds of in between shades of like yeah. sure if you're really if you're a church that really is prioritizing relationships then you're yeah. doing all kinds of stuff together and you're mm -hmm. yep. and there's somebody that whose job it is to call that family that's true. that seems mm -hmm. like they're not doing well and, yeah. and you're, you're you're putting all kinds of intentionality into it yeah so I, I, I that's why I hesitate to be like well intentional community is this <laughs> sure and what y'all sure. are doing is <laughs> you people that, I don't know it's just because I know it's not that yeah, yeah, yeah and no. we like we're not that good at it. <laughs> right. Like, just... like we, like what you're imagining Think, yeah. would be like to do laundry with your, that's how that we is, do it. That's how it is. That that's is how, how it is. is. Like, yeah. we're, awkward. We're awkward and like a lot of failing and bumbling and yeah. apologizing yep. and just like, I don't know. It, it's, it's, um, so I just want to like bring that back around that like, sure. it's not about that. It's just no. like a different structure, a different way to like, Let's try it this way. Yeah. And like, let's turn the volume up on these things. Right. And and there's pros and cons to it. Um, mm -hmm. But um, right. it's it's interesting. It's an interesting life. Yeah. I yeah. I'm I'm sure. And yeah, we do we do get you know somewhat of a taste of that mm -hmm. being a part of a church because yeah. because there is somewhat of a there is an intention to that right and yes. or you hope there is at least like yeah. when you're when you're building church community like it it, it exists for that. For the same, for a similar purpose of like, yeah. well, we we know that there is need for togetherness. Yeah. yeah, togetherness is needed, and we do we we do that, you know, on Sundays for worship. Um, but there's things like small groups, and there's mm -hmm. things like meals ministry, and yeah. those kinds of things that bring people together as well. Um, and it's all predicated on that 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 need for togetherness, that yeah. need for connection, and that need to be together. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the intentional piece, like you said, there's varying shades of that. Yeah. Like in in and um, and all of that is, it's all by choice. Like mm -hmm. you know, what level are you willing to engage mm -hmm. this with? But I think, um, you know, what I'm taking away from our conversation right now is the. Um, 
you know, the need to choose some shade. Yeah. You know, yeah. the need to choose to, some to get shade it somewhere. Yeah. Because yeah. you got to hope if your church, if the, if your church, if you're in a church that really is mostly just kind of Sunday mornings, and maybe you do a thing on Wednesday night, like a d dinner together, and it's pretty, and that's pretty standard. And maybe there's, or you know, and there's some families that really they just do those two things. Yeah. Then that might be totally fine, but you just got to hope that those families, for their sake, have some other. Like maybe just in their right. family and maybe they live next door to their grandparents and, yeah. and they are really close to their neighbors and they have a couple friends in the area that they, and they really are yep. intentional with those people. Mm -hmm. yep. So you just got to hope that everybody is getting that connectivity somewhere yeah. Yeah. and it doesn't have to look this way or that yeah, way. Exactly. Yeah. But like, it, yeah, you do hope that like, I hope you're getting this right. in some way because <laughs> yeah. it's not good to be alone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we've all, I feel like we've all experienced on sort of a universal level in the yeah. last year, year and a half in a pandemic, yeah. the detriment um, of not choosing some level, like choosing right. your level yeah. um, or what happens or when... Or not being able to. Yeah, yeah. Like what happens when your choices are quite a bit more limited yeah. or, right. or you have no choices yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and that no freedom to choose, mm -hmm. you know, what level yeah. you're engaging this in mm -hmm. because... There is no opportunity. I yeah. just the yeah. craziness of that. Man, like when are we going to, I feel like we're all living through this kind of trauma and there's some, yeah. you know, there's going to be a day where we look back on this and be like, oh my gosh, remember when we were so alone? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I haven't full, I haven't processed what it did to me. Right. As a, we're both pretty extra. We're all very extroverted <laughs> yeah. here. And I just like, I never thought I would spend that much time on my couch. So I, right. I don't think I fully like. I don't know what that did to me. And I, at some point it might like hit me all at once and I'll just curl up or something in a ball. Yeah. Cause I think I was just like get through, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Like we've talked about this, the, we've touched on mental health a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, and just like the, now I'm thinking about trauma. Like yeah. now I'm thinking about, you know, living through trauma together or when people bring in trauma, mm -hmm. you know, from, from, you know, previous parts of their life before they, mm -hmm. you know, became mm -hmm. a part of this intentional community. How do you, how do you care well for, for that? Yeah. I mean, every person's so different and every, and the ways that people react to mm -hmm. everything in their lives is so different too. So it's, it's not a, I mean, I think that's the, the truth about almost everything we do, it's not a one size fits all. Sure. And, um, and hopefully we have enough things in place where yeah. people have mentors and folks that neighbors and, and people that are checking in on them. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, we do that to various degrees and yeah. But I'm always worried that we miss, you know, like I that's know. like, is I this know. person okay? Is that person okay? Are we doing mm -hmm. enough? Are we doing same thing that you probably do yeah. in your job oh, at your yeah. church. Right? Just like, I mean, are we doing enough yeah. for the kids? Are we doing enough for yeah. the elderly? Oh. Are we doing enough for the, the, the families of the single people? And the, it's just like, it, yeah, you just like keep trying and you, um, I don't know, and you fail. And, yeah, um, and you fail and you, yeah. fail, and you fail and you apologize. Fail. Yeah. And, but yeah, yeah I, w I would say we're, we're figuring that out now um, still in it. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's been so good to be with you. I, yeah. Uh, and now we get to go eat dinner. Yes. Um, the dining room just opened, so we can, um, you can see exciting. that. I don't yeah. know what's for dinner tonight. It is Chinese chicken salad. Chinese oh, chicken so salad. So good, yeah. with little mandarin oranges. Cute. Love them. Yum. Love them.
But yeah, thanks for being a part of this with us. Yeah. It's nice to have a friend come that know. Again, we started off with more people that don't know us. Like I had Leslie uh, Morales yeah. uh, come. Oh my gosh. I hadn't seen what her in. I hadn't seen her in, I don't know, I had eight, never met nine her years. She, yeah. she had never met her. Uh, but the point, I did intentionally because she doesn't know hardly anything about us. So right. kind of, but you you asked us harder questions in some yeah. ways or, or yeah. questions that uh, that she wouldn't have known, <laughs> thought to ask. And so it's just, I, I you, you you did exactly what I knew you would do. You cool. brought some good questions for us. So thanks, Desiree, for being here. Yeah, oh, my pleasure. I was delighted to be asked. Delighted that it worked out. Yeah, it's great. It's good stuff, good stuff. We love Desi. Yes, that was great. And it's great to share her with you all because um, she's a good friend of ours and I'm so glad that she was able to um, be with us. And um, yeah, we've got one more episode in this season left. Um, and so we hope you will tune into that as well. Um, as always, feel free to email us at intentionalcommunitypodcast at gmail.com. Good job. Totally That's us. Yeah, you got it. All right. <laughs> Thanks, y'all.